Stephanie, welcome to today's episode of Ponte Pilas. Um, today we're at Stephanie's restaurant located in Lynn. I want to thank you for having me on the show today, for being present on the show today. Uh, Stephanie, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, um, I grew up here in Lynn. Um, this is really cool because it's a restaurant where it's in our community. And um, I feel like a lot of times us as Latinos or first generation, you want to just leave the city you came from and yeah. look elsewhere. Um, but it's really cool to give back to the community that you grew up in and see it flourish into this great new atmosphere. Um, a lot of people don't want to come here and it's seen as a bad reputation for a city, but it's yeah. really cool when a lot of people are driving in to come to these events and coming to the restaurant to eat and putting Lynn on the map, you know? Tell us a little bit about the environment here uh, for the people that don't know the restaurant. What kind of what, what do you guys do here? So um, when I talk about the restaurant, I like to say that it's not just a restaurant. We provide an experience. Um, I feel very tied to my roots and um, I am Guatemalan and Salvadorian. So it, um, it's heavily influenced in our culture yeah. where you grew up listening to uh, Tigres del Norte, Los Temerarios, um, all the oldies, Los Bukis. Yeah. And... Vicente Fernandez, Vicente, for instance. Yeah, we got him, we got him. Um, we sit here and it's just like, how can I intertwine both cultures, the traditional and the modern? And it's by um, doing these cool events. We do Taco Tuesday, every Tuesday with a DJ. Thursdays we do karaoke night and it fills up, which is great because I host it with my um, co-host Ulises and uh -huh. it kind of ties both um, generations together where where we can be listening to Grupo Firme and singing Vicente Fernandez at the top of our lungs or we can be listening to Keisha Cole and um, I don't know, 50 Cent and everyone's in the whole restaurant singing together, which is pretty cool because we've provided this community where everyone feels tied in and they want to continue coming here. Um, but what we're really known for is our brunches. And um, what sets us apart from a regular brunch is that um, we do these themes where people look forward to these events and they're writing it in the group chat or planning it out in their calendars, their outfits. Um, we did 2000s brunch, 90s brunch. That's amazing. Um, we had knowledge perform here and um, the whole atmosphere was amazing where yeah. um, people were lined up outside the door waiting to get in. Did you guys sell out? Is it ex like an exclusive thing it to was, get into? It was a ticketed event for that specific event. And um, it was really cool because everyone came in 2000s gear. Like the... The invitation was, you must come in 2000s. If you're not wearing 2000s, don't come in. <laughs> like, it has provided this exclusivity where people are, um, if they don't get into the brunch one, one weekend, they're trying to book for the next weekend because okay. um, we sell out every single brunch. That's amazing. Yeah. You know, especially in a restaurant atmosphere, it's hard to kind of bring that, that hype, you know, and bring people into your restaurant. Obviously, the food sells itself. I've had some some uh, dinners here, and it's amazing food. But like you said, you guys are entertaining. You're bringing entertainment mm -hmm. as as a way to bring people in. I really like the the atmosphere you're creating. It's unique, you know. Um, I grew up in California, and 
we do see that out there. But I think here in Boston, in this area, it's uh, it's definitely you guys are, are setting the standard pretty high, you know. Um, what advice would you give someone that's thinking of opening up a restaurant or any struggles that you guys face when opening a restaurant? I mean, it's really tough because my story is a little unique and yeah. I can say for a lot of businesses as well, we opened, um, we personally opened three weeks before COVID. Oh my so, goodness. um, it was tough from the get go. Um, so I graduated from Bentley and I was fully going into the corporate field. I was doing a Marriott and training program. I was going to the role of becoming assistant director of finance and one day I just sat there and I'm like, Ma, this is not what I want to do. Like, I don't feel any fulfillment like this is like the money is not even like a concern for me. It's yeah. the fact that I wake up every day and I don't feel like it's doing anything for my life. I don't feel happy. Um, I decided to quit. And um, during that time, my parents had purchased this building and they didn't know if they wanted to rent out the space or they wanted to actually take over. Yeah. And I was like, let me take over and the project and start working on things. I have worked as a server all my life because high school, college, that's how you, that's how you make fast money as exactly. a server, bartender, etc. So you do have that experience, but you don't have an experience when you're an actual owner. Exactly. So it's kind of um, we we learned as we went. Um the menu creation was a great time, um, hiring the staff, creating these recipes. It was fun because we all did it together. That's my amazing. parents and I, uh, my cousins is a chef in the kitchen. So um, we all would spend countless nights and hours just like randomly. It'll be 3, 4 a.m. and I'll text my cousin. I'm like, you think we should do this dish? We should do this <laughs> dish like randomly. Yeah, yeah. Um, we created the birria tacos. I know birria tacos is already out there, but... Yeah. Um, we were one of the first people in Massachusetts to bring it out here. I um, had reopened after COVID. We had closed for a couple months. And um, I posted on Facebook, um, bringing the West Coast to the East Coast special That's for key. the day. Yeah. Um, 3 for 14, try this birria tacos. Within a couple hours, we had sold out. Yeah. We had a line out the door. Oh, my God. And we had over 350,000 shares on Facebook. And then I told Lando, my chef, and I'm like, ya lo hicimos. Esto, yeah. Yeah. Because I'm like, from coming from COVID to actually getting here, it was like a blessing in disguise, in a sense, because I was like, como vamos a recuperar de esto, you know? And once we did these cool, always it's always about creation, content creation and sticking to social media and becoming this brand where people are exactly. like, they feel like they're close to you or they feel like that um, you're their friend, you're an ally. Um, they can text you whenever they want to celebrate their kids graduation they want to celebrate a wedding a baby shower they call me and text me like <laughs> Steph amazing. can I do it over here and I'm like of course yeah it's in tu casa and um my suggestion is to anybody opening not even just a restaurant a business is si tu lo quieres hacer like put 110% of effort into it it doesn't matter um if you're gonna fail how are you going to know um how many shots you're gonna take if you 
don't take it, you know? That's true. Um, uno puede decir, oh, I failed here. I didn't do this. Work harder. Find other ways to make it happen because... Um, Life is hard. Life yeah. is hard. Life is exactly. hard. You can't keep making excuses for yourself. You got, you're your own enemy and you kind of have to be the only one to support yourself because at the end of the day, there will be people that don't believe in you. There's going to be countless of people that don't believe in you. But as long as you believe in yourself, tú puedes hacer lo que sea. So earlier before we started the episode, you were showing me the mural that you have of your family right here at the restaurant. How important is family to you and what kind of and what does that mean to you when it comes to this business venture so um it's funny because family is a huge thing for me i'm an only child i'm the only child in the entire family okay so my mom's one out of 16 brothers and sisters oh my and yeah. my dad's one out of 10 so i have over 350 first cousins from the get-go <laughs> so just imagine like a quinceanera or a wedding yeah. it's yeah. like La fila de gente yeah. que está entrando. And um, it's just like really special because when we actually get to meet up, los primos or los tíos, whatever, we have a nice cookout. We have a couple beers. We play naipe. We're listening to music. It's very nostalgic because um, it doesn't matter how hard life gets. Your family's going to get you through it. That's true. And same thing with here. Like I have customers who come in... Um, Casi todos los días, which is an amazing feeling because they feel comfortable enough. They feel que están en su casa. And that's exactly what we want people to feel, you know, mm. that they're home. They can they can come here for their business meetings. They can come here for celebrations. They can come here just to unwind after a long day of work. And um, they're greeted by not only me, but they're greeted by um, my parents. They're greeted by the servers who know them on a first name basis. We're there for them for their for their special moments, and it's truly amazing that we've created this environment. I agree. Where you're not gonna find anywhere else. There's a lot of times you go to a restaurant, you go in, you order your food, you pay your tab, and you leave. They they don't even know the day you're having. Exactly. You come in here, and people are like, "How how's your day? What did you do today? Um, what can I do to help you? Do you want a drink to unwind?" It's like that personalized experience where yeah. you're not going to get it anywhere else. That's true. And like you say, you're putting Lynn on the map, you know, bringing yeah. that atmosphere here. Um, in Ponte Pilas, we have a segment where we talk about any point in your life, whether it was a place of discomfort or any hardship that you went through, whether it's you as a family or you individually. Can you think of a time that you told yourself Ponte Pilas and how did you get yourself out of that situation? Let's go deep, Stephanie. Damn. You got this, girl. It's not even that. It's, a, it's the restaurant itself. Like, yeah, amazing. We've hit three years. We're going for more. Yes. Wow. It's it's an amazing feeling. Yes. But there has been times where um, out of nowhere on a random Tuesday or Wednesday without um, planning, it fills up full house and I'm short staffed yeah. and I'm the only manager. And I have two servers and a bartender. And there's over 150 people in the restaurant. You got to wear all the hats. So, que quiero? que meter a la cocina? Like, I, there was a time where, like, the tickets did not stop coming out of the printer. And I was just like, <laughs> forget this. I put my, my hairnet, my apron, and yo me metí a la cocina a cocinar y hacer los tacos. Because I'm like, 
the only way that we're going to get here is by, um, like you said, ponernos en las pilas. Exactly. And we're not, we're not going to get anywhere by complaining. Exactly. We're already in the rut. Got to gotta dig deep and just keep going. Keep going forward. And I like that you say that, you know, because I, I my first job was... Uh, in, in in the restaurant industry, I was washing dishes, and I know that atmosphere of when the tickets just come in, and you're like, "Pilas," you know, like let's get this done. Let's and it's very humble of you to, you know, know that you have to do what it takes, and it really speaks volumes, like you just said right now, to get yourself of any situation. You just gotta put in the work, and it does show that you guys are doing that here, especially you. You know, I applaud you for that. Any advice that you could give someone that's facing any hardship right now? Um, I know definitely hard work and just having the direction where you want to go. Um, any advice that you used in the past or someone's told you that's kind of guided you to continue or push push forward? Um, I felt that um, there's a lot of people that say what they're going to do and they keep speaking it into existence. And sorry. No, we're good. We're good. So there's a lot of times where people are like, I want to do this. I want to do that. And it's like, the only way you're going to end up doing something is by actually getting up and doing it. Like research, network, get this, um, get all the information you need before you start and actually get up and actually do it. Because yeah. um, at the end of the day, uno puede decir mil cosas. I, I want to be a model. I want to be a uh, 30 pound skinnier. How, how are you going to start that if you no comenzar haciendo los cambios en tu vida, you know? Exactly. You got to start speaking more positively to yourself and those words of affirmation are going to get you through it. Um, like I said, you speak negatively on yourself, you're, it's something's bound to happen, you know? Exactly. Pero si tú te hablas esas palabras como, yo voy a salir de esto, yo voy a um, cambiar eso de mi vida, yo voy a salir a correr those words okay you're gonna get yourself through the next day and it's gonna be easier one step at a time yeah just recently on social media i saw a video and it said in order to do something sometimes you got to do a scare you, the the biggest obstacle with people is they overthink things and they don't do them and it's like do it scare and then later on you'll find the answers you need but just do it you know and i think that really resonates with what you're saying right now um anything you want to leave the episode with whether it's a quote or anything that you would like to give a message to anyone that's viewing this episode today that's a tough one let me think about it take a sip i'll take a sip <laughs> no cheers me <laughs> salut okay so you said a quote or anything that, you know, you would like to leave the episode with. Um, for instance, some people, music drives them. Uh, some people like certain speakers or quotes that they, they've heard in their lifetime. That you know, you, you, you go to. It's your, your pace of, you know, this is where I, I get in the zone, you know. Um, I don't really think about quotes quotes whenever i'm in a rut i talk to uh, my parents um again i'm not i i didn't immigrate here from my country or whatever um i grew up here and i feel sometimes it's like i have a step up than most people because 
they, I don't have to go through those the hardships struggles. that exactly. they did. Mis papas, they came to the U.S. with no family and they started working. And it's like they work because that's all they knew, you know. And what I love is that we can bounce ideas off each other. Like that's my father over there with under la basura. Look at that. <laughs> and um, how just, does that make you feel seeing that he has that drive still in him? He he motivates me honestly. Both of my parents do. It's um, it's very humbling because um, no matter how much we have, it's always super important to remain humble porque uno siempre tiene que recordarse de donde viene you know um we grew up in east boston in east boston it was when i was growing up i never had a room by myself i either shared it with my aunt i shared it with my cousin it was at least 10 of us um and everyone was working uh mis tios estaban todo ahí but the thing was ahí había felicidad you know yeah no matter what it was um we all came together at the end of the night. Comíamos juntos. No importaba si teníamos comida o no. Unos frijolitos, tortillas, whatever. But we shared all of our experiences. And now that we're older, let's say 25 years later, we sit here and it's like we get to remember these things. And it's like, look at what we have now, you know. Exactly. And you never give up um, learning that if something isn't for you, look for something that gives you that drive gives you that passion like you said you started this amazing podcast and it's not only um fulfilling for you but it's actually helping the community and bringing them together and ayudando los negocios a superarse you know exactly and if people are in a rut and they don't know they hate their job etc it's like find that passion find something that's gonna make your heart light up your eyes light up and be like this is what i want to do exactly. you know it's never too late to start doing something that you love. La gente siempre dice, oh, yo tengo 30 años, tengo 40. Okay. You can still go back to school. Exactly. You can you can still chase your dreams, you know? Mm-hmm. And yes, I'm young. I'm 28 years old. But um, I never thought I was going to be here. But it's an amazing feeling to be here working alongside my parents. It's always like. I've always wanted to make them feel proud, but yeah. now it's like we are socios, we're business partners, and we sit here and we um, tomamos un café con pan, and we're like sharing ideas of each other. And I'm like, damn, like who would have thought like 10 years ago that just to be at mis papas, like sharing these special moments. That's beautiful. And um, yeah, like we go home and we still talk about business, and it's not like oh my God, we're, we're just talking about work, work, work. We're doing something that we love. Y eso no se puede cambiar. You know, it's like... It comes from a place of passion. Yes, and, you correct. Know, it doesn't feel like work when it's, you know, you guys are leaving a legacy here and you guys are impacting people's lives. Exactly. Yeah. Stephanie, thank you very much for have, having you. I can't even talk right now. Thank you for being a guest on the show today. I'm an honor to have you and be at your restaurant. Um, thank you very much. Thank you for having me. For anyone that is interested, I'm going to leave all the credentials, your Instagram here, so so they can follow you, okay? Thank you.